happy Chag Lagba Omer Sameach to everybody. Not sure if that's the way to call it, but hey, I'm talking, you're all listening, so I can say what I want. Hope everyone's having a wonderful Lagba Omer. Um, I don't know about you, but my beard has been a, a little, has overstayed its welcome to say the least. But enough about me. Welcome to the show, No Soap Radio, um, for another edition of Everyday Heroes. For uh, those of you who you, it's your first time listening to the show, where you been? But um, for those of you who are the first time listening, um, we uh, like to highlight four everyday heroes who are out there in the world making a difference um, and uh, kind of give them a little bit of spotlight that maybe they don't want, but they definitely deserve. Um, I'd like to dedicate this show uh, for a uh, Rafua Shlema, for a young lady who uh, was in surgery yesterday and is uh, recuperating in uh, Philadelphia. So uh, this is for her. Hopefully the good deeds and good things that all the people on our show do could be a zechut for a push lima for her. In any case, back to where we came from. We'd like to uh, welcome our first guest. Her name is Maytal Sapir, who, um, you know what, I could tell you about her, but I think it would be better if she just told us herself. Maytal, are you there? I'm here. Thanks for having me. Of course, of course. Maytal, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. We're happy to have you. Maytal, would you mind telling uh, the greater world and my mother who's listening, um, a little bit about yourself? Sure. I am a very happy sophomore studying religion and philosophy at Barnard College in New York City. Very cool. Where are you from, Maytal? I'm originally from Israel, but my family lives in Florida, and now I'm uh, pretending to be a city girl. <laughs> and how's that working for you? It's working. It's working. It's a fun, fun, big place. It's definitely not Israel. It's definitely not Florida, I'll tell you that much. As an LA boy myself, I've learned that the hard way. <laughs> but very cool, Maytal. So you said you're studying in Barnard, and I'm sure working hard in your studies. Are you in finals now? We are in deep finals mode. Oh boy! Out of twelve hours in the library, but yikes! And you took the time to spend it with us. We're it's honored my and honor. humbled. Maytal, what kind of stuff do you do over there in Barnard when uh, in those few seconds that you're not studying? <laughs> At Barnard, I have the pleasure of being a speaking fellow, and the speaking fellows program is a program by Barnard students for Barnard students where a cohort every year gets trained to help others in speaking, so in all areas of speaking, like interviews and colloquial conversations and class presentations and small class discussions, and our goal is to help people find their voices. That's very cool. And are you an experienced voice user? How did you get involved in that? I've used my voice a couple times. <laughs> and I once went to a speaking fellow session as a first-year student at Barnard and was really inspired by the way the speaking fellow empowered the students in the class to find their voices. One of the students actually has a physical disability and cannot vocalize her words. Um, and the speaking fellow made it happen and, and empowered her to find whatever voice she could. Wow. So I was inspired by that. That's very cool. So how long have you been involved in this for? Last semester was my full seminar training, and, and this is my first semester as a speaking fellow. Very, very cool. So you, for those people who, was it, lack the confidence or lack the abilities or a little bit of everything, you just help them take that next step to be able to uh, express themselves? Yeah, we think practically about how we can work on content and delivery and stage presence and 
and anxiety, which a lot of people face. Um, and we can't do this conference. Not you. You're anything. on the radio. Sorry? I said, not you. You're on the radio. You must got all the confidence for your, with your voice <laughs> in the world. Uh, I'm here because of you, because of your confidence. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll work together then. <laughs> That's very cool. So, what kind of, what, how often do you uh, do you work with these? Is it one on one? Is it in a group? Yeah, you got it. We actually have sessions called one on ones every week, <laughs> and we also lead workshops with students periodically. Very cool. And do you, um, what kind of, what kind of things have you experienced? Um, what kind of speaking realms do you uh, have you experienced helping out with? I'm most excited about helping people in their interviews because a lot of students have brilliant things to say and have so much experience to share and so much personality to present to their interviewers, but often feel they've met obstacles in expressing themselves. So helping people find their voice in expressing themselves is is most energizing for me. That's very cool, and I'm sure they appreciate it a ton also. Do you ever feel that this is an official... This is obviously an official, you know, call it organization, whatever you want to call it. But do you feel that the lessons and the the objectives that you have in this, um, do you ever feel that it takes you away from that? Let me let me rephrase. Do you ever feel that it, you take that into your everyday life as well, unofficially helping out people express themselves? Absolutely. The lessons I've learned through the training and the practice of speaking fellows is they empower me and they help me remind myself all the time, every day, in every conversation, to say what I mean. That's very cool. It's important, and a lot of people, you know, I find myself as well not always able to do that, so it's a really important thing that you do. You're rocking it right now. <laughs> it's all script. It's all script. That's very cool. So is there anything else that you're involved with over there in Barnard, or does this take most of your time? This, this takes a nice chunk, but it's all fun, so it doesn't feel like a burden. Um, but... I also have the opportunity to serve on the student governing board for Columbia University, which is a pleasure. That's very cool. And what kind of impact have you made over there? <laughs> I have the honor of representing all the Christian groups on campus cool. for a board of administrators and students who make decisions about how money is allocated. So I, I help them achieve their goals by representing them before the, the big dogs on campus. <laughs> the big dogs. Very cool. Very cool. And I'm going to put you on a spot a little bit here. I'm going to ask you, with all the things that you do, you know, helping people express their voice and giving people a, a sense of feeling that they, they belong and they have a say in things, in addition to that, or including that, what is one way that you, you know, you try, you're always so busy thinking about helping other people. What is one way, either actively or, you know, be it thinking or saying or doing, what is one way that you try to live your life, you know, be it every day thinking, I want to accomplish this, I want to think this, I want to say this, that helps you feel that you're making that impact on the world? Maybe a little bit of advice that you can give to our listeners. <laughs> Great. Well, something that I've developed sufficiently through themselves and also through observing a lot of the mentors and role models in my life is demonstrating Hakaratatov which for me translates to expressing gratitude and appreciation for, for people, whether they've done something nice for me or for other people or have demonstrated uh, positive values in, in 
Kiddush Hashem and Kvoda Briot. Um, and I'm, I'm, I think it's extremely important to validate and recognize people's accomplishments. Um, and also, it, it reaps benefits because then hopefully people pay it forward and create an environment of, of positive energy and, and positive communication with each other. Very cool. You're absolutely right. And Akar Zatov, both to people, both to you know, objects, both to just everything in life, you're right. Akar Zatov is a huge deal and makes you appreciate the people in life, the things in your life, um, and you know, it enables you to give more. That's a very cool. That's, a, that's an excellent point that you make. Very cool. Well, Maytal, thank you so much for taking out the time. I really appreciate it, and uh, I hope that our listeners appreciate you know the lessons and the you know inspiration that you gave to all of us. Um, and uh, good luck with all that stuff that you're doing, and uh, try to take some time for yourself also. Thank you. Thank you very much for the opportunity. It was lovely chatting with you. Of course, you too, Maytal. Keep doing good stuff, and good luck on finals. Thank you. Have a good one. Thank you, Maytal. So we're going to take a uh, short break to listen to, now that it's not Lagba Omer anymore, or sorry, it is Lagba Omer, we're not, uh, no more acapella for us, but uh, maybe we'll go go one more uh, acapella just for kicks. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you, My Brother and I with Ani Mamin. Yeah. 
um, but the world doesn't. Would you like to just tell the world a little bit about yourself? Yeah, sure. Um, I live in Teaneck, New Jersey. I go to TABC. I'm in the, currently in 11th grade. Um, I'm involved with many organizations in my community. I'm very involved with Tomfe Shabbos, um, Yachad, and Friendship Circle. Very cool. Um, Busy. Yeah. And when do you go to school? I go to school, you know, during the day, when uh, I free time. Part-time, part-time. Part-time, yeah. <laughs> very cool, Yitzi. Well, that sounds like you got a lot on your plate. Can you tell us a little bit about, uh, you can tell us a little bit about all of them, some of them? Yeah, sure. Um, so, Tom, I also, one of the first things I said was Tom Chavez. Um, Tom Chavez is an organization that packs food for people who, um, who are uh, in need of it. Um, they pack every Wednesday night, and it's very successful. They have around 150 families. Wow. Uh, yeah, and they're, you know, they have, and they thank God they're able to provide enough food for everybody. That's very cool. And you pack the food? You deliver the food? So my personal job is every Wednesday night I go and with a couple friends, and we make about 150 boxes for the, for the following week in order that these boxes can be filled with food and then um, deliver it to families. Wow. Very busy. Can you tell us a little bit about Friendship Circle? Yeah, sure. Um, I'm also very involved with Friendship Circle. I've been doing it for almost six or seven years now. I wow. started in sixth grade. Um, I happen to love the organization. I think it's a great. It, um, Friendship Circle is very involved with the community. They have numerous programs throughout the year. Um, Friendship Circle is an organization where they uh, have programs for children and teens who have special needs. They have, like, all sorts of kind of programs. They have, like, um, Holiday Circle, uh, which is every um, every holiday, like a few days beforehand, they have a program, they have, like an arts, arts and crafts program, and kids will come and they'll make this really cool art project and, for the upcoming holiday. That's very so, cool. So did yeah. you do anything for Log Bomer? Log Bomer, yes. We actually, about five minutes ago, we just had um, team scene at TBC. Um, we played a lot of sports, we played kickball, we listened to music, we had some pizza, it was great. All right, pizza, music, kickball, life made in heaven. Yes, that's, so, you can't get a better life than that. <laughs> so, Yitzi, are you a are you a peer, are you a counselor, are you a little bit of both? How does that work? So, in Friends Circle, <clears throat> you get a little bit of both. Um, at Teen Scene, so there's two kinds of programs. They have a program for the teens and a program for the children. So, the program for the children... I feel more like um, a volunteer where I come out, like more of a counselor, where I just come help out, um, play with the kids. But at teen team, when you're like with the teens, you know, you can't really be their counselor. Um, you're, they're more of like your age. You're like, I'm 17. I was hanging out with a kid tonight, actually a girl who was about 18 or 19. Right. So well, for the teen team programs, for that, um, it's more of like you're a peer to them and you have fun. That's a huge deal. It's very interesting. And do you feel, do you have a different impact or same impact? Um, um, when you're a counselor or a peer, or it's just, just being around is what's really important. I think just the idea of being around them, hanging out, playing sports, and having fun is um, the, the main, um, what do you call it, the main aspect of it. I think that's the best part about it. That's very cool. And what about outside of the programming? Are, you, are these relationships that last for a so, while? I actually want to talk about one program they have, which is, I guess, a little bit outside of the program. They had something called Friends at Home. Um, Friends at Home is a program where they have, um, where they set up with one of the children or teens um, that once a week they arrange that two volunteers 
go to this person's house once once a week, right? Mm-hmm. And you set it they set the volunteers up at this house, and they do it once a week, you know, for the whole year. And this relationship is one that builds outside the realms of friend circle, where once you start going to this person's house, um, you create a connection with them. Then you, and then you know, sometimes the one you come over extra than the week, and it's really cool. That's very cool. Um, sounds like as much as you're giving, you're gaining a lot as well. Yes, definitely. That's very cool. Do you have uh, any funny stories or experiences that you uh, can remember? Um, do I have any funny story experiences? Yes. I think one of the coolest experiences I've had was actually at Friends at Home. Um, the, I do with one of the high school kids I go, Me and a volunteer, another volunteer um, by the name of Nafi Lieber. You go every, every Shabbos to um, the teen's house. And on Shabbos, we'll take him for a walk. Sometimes we go to the park. And he really likes the park, so we usually end up at the park. Um, so it used to be when he first started with him, he was scared to go down slides. He wouldn't go down slides. But he loved uh, being all, in high We've places. all been there. Right. So what he would do is he would climb up to the top of the stairs, and he would stand there. He wouldn't go down the slides. So me and my friends realized this. So over time, we tried, you know, nudging him a little bit. You know, go down the slides, but he wouldn't do it. So towards the end of our first year of being with him, um, he actually decided to go up. We knew Jim, and he went right down. That's and ever awesome. since then, like every time we go there, he goes down the slide at least once. That's a huge deal. It's really cool. That's very cool. All because of that little that little friendship that you got going on over there. Right. That's awesome. Which is a big deal. You know, yeah. I remember, especially the metal ones. and the, the metal ones, the enclosed ones, and the swirly ones. Those can be a little intimidating. Well, Sorry, so- that's really cool, Yeti. That's really cool that you do that. So, Thank you. Tumbling shop as friendship circle sounds like you got a lot on your plate. So how do you how is it that you do it with such simcha and with such you know positivity every single day? Do you ever feel it takes a toll on you? Does it you know bring up your positivity and simcha, or do you feel like it takes a toll on it and you know brings it down a little bit sometimes? What is it? I think it's a big has a big impact on me. I think um, the key to this is always having a positive attitude because I think every time I do one of the, these programs with friendship circle. I gain a lot more every time, and since I gain so much, it's just like so cool. So I always have like, um, it, always, it makes me very happy afterwards. Like I'm able to go home and I'm like, wow, I just had a great night tonight, um, and it gets me excited for the next day. That's really awesome. Do you ever feel like it, you know, it takes away from, takes away from, you know, be it schoolwork or another activity, or it just, it, you know, makes you stronger and you want to give more? Um. I'm definitely going for second choice. Yes, <laughs> uh, yes. Um, I, you know, school does conflict sometimes, and I can't go to every program. And I had a lot of work, especially, um, especially this year when I had the ACTs, and I had a lot of prepping. But now that it's over, like, I can get back up and continue doing, like, more programs. That's really great. So with all the things that you do, I'm sure you have a lot on your head. But um, if you had to say, if you had to pick one thing, be it, you know, an, a, a mindset, or an action, or something that you do um, that you try to keep in keep in mind every single day, because um, you know, we so often get caught up in you know doing such huge things, we kind of sometimes lose sight of the small things. So, what would be that one small thing that you try to do every single day that tries to, that you try to uh, you know make the world a little brighter? So, the one small small thing I try to do is um, you know a lot of times when we walk around places, or you know if you just go for a stroll in the park. Um, we'll see people sitting by themselves. And 
that bothers me sometimes because they're sitting there all alone when, and I'm usually walking with friends. So, you know, it bothers me a little bit. So what I try to do is, you know, then, hey, how are you? Um, I'll say, you know, have a good day. Or just even give them a smile, like, you know, nod at them, something to acknowledge your presence. Um, I, don't, I don't like it if I'm ever sitting on the side and someone just walks by me, even if they're a close friend of mine, and they just walk by me. Um, it, I feel a little uncomfortable that, oh, my friend just walked by me, or even a person just walked by me and didn't acknowledge my presence. Uh, so I, I don't like that feeling, so I don't like to give that feeling to other people. So what I try to do is every time I see someone or walk around and I see notice someone on the side, I'm like, hey, what's up? Or just give them a smile or something. That's huge. That's a really big deal. And it's something, you know, that you know I've spoken to you in the past about is, you know, try to, like you say, recognizing people. Um, but, you know, to the point where if you have an option to go through a, an exit door with nobody standing there or, you know, a security guard standing there to try to be conscious of, you know, always, always putting people first and recognizing, you know, people are important. People want to feel like they belong and they, uh, they're not just, you know, a picture on the wall. Definitely. I think it's a huge point I just made about always walking through the door or the entrance, whatever, with a security guard that doesn't want us out in. Because, you know, if you're walking through the state entrance every day, um, the security guard's in too every day. So why not get to know the guy? He's probably a really nice guy. For example, like, I have a really nice security guard at TMC, and he's new this year. Um, so I decided, why not? Why don't I say hi to him? I did. And to form such a strong relationship, we just, whenever I see him, we always talk about something. Uh, we, always, we always find something to talk about. It's really cool. That's really cool. And like you say, it's such a small thing, just a little smile or a little hello, but uh, it can go a really long way. Right. That's very cool. Well, Yitzi, I really appreciate you taking out the time in your obviously super busy schedule to uh, hang out with us a little bit. Do you want to give any shout-outs or uh, regards to anyone while you're on the air? Um, I'd love to give a shout-out first off to uh, Sammy Schachter, one of the best guys I know. Um, uh, I'll, I'll make sure to relay the message. Yeah, please do. He's the best guy. I'd also like to give a shout-out to uh, French Circle, who's currently um, listening right now, listening in. Um, send our guards. They're like one of the best organizations out there. Keep up the great work you guys do and keep organizing great programs. Um, I'd also like to give a shout-out, one more shout-out to my mom, who's uh, also currently listening. I was going to say, she, she's going to yell at you if she, you didn't give her a shout-out. If I didn't give her a shout-out, yes, she would. Well, shout-out it is, and I'm sure she'll be shepping like a shepherd. Oh, All right, well, Yitzi, so. thank you so much again. Keep doing the good work you do, and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing you uh, whenever. All right. You know you told me now. All right, Yitzi. Keep, be well. All the best. You too. Enjoy, Sammy. Thanks. Take care. Take care, guys. It's a good guy, that guy. I'm telling you. I, and anything nice he said about me, I promise you, I did not pay him off. Scouts on her. But um, thank you, Yitzi. Learned a little bit about Friendship Circle, a little bit about Tom Clay Chavez, and a little bit about Yitzi Rothschild. We'd like to uh, welcome another guest who is, uh, also happens to be uh, one of my personal biggest role models and a good friend of mine. We'd like to welcome Ari Zucker to the radio. Ari, how you doing? I'm doing well, Sammy. How you doing? I'm good. You sound like uh, sound like you're ready to be interviewed. I, I guess so. All right. Well, Ari. Yeah, I know Yitzi pretty well, and... He's a tough act to follow. He is a tough act to follow, but um, if anyone can do it, I sure hope it's you. Well, I guess so. <laughs> well, we'll find out. Are you? Do you mind uh, just telling us a little bit about yourself, what you're up to in life, where you're from? Uh, what I'm up to in life changes every week. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, I've, I have the opportunity to be involved in a number of different uh, groups and organizations and whatnot. So uh, this past week weekend, I was on. 
NTSY staff summer training Shawatone, because uh, I'm going to be on TJJ this summer. What, yeah, what is TJJ exactly? TJJ stands for the Jerusalem Journey. It's a it's a, a four week trip around Israel exclusively for public school teens, uh, and so it's, it's a trip that hopefully will show them uh, a side of Israel that they might never have seen before, and uh, hopefully they'll enjoy it and a meaningful experience. Get get some role models and um, have an awesome four weeks of summer. That's very cool. It sounds like a big journey. Yeah, it's a best summer ever, if you will. Ooh, oh, there's been a. I've heard of I've heard of those before. I hope I hope yours uh, works as best as possible. That's the plan. All right. Well, all right. Where are you from? From Livingston, New Jersey. I went to Kushner for 12, 13, 13 years, uh, and. And then I spent a couple of years in Yeshiva Nitevarie in the old city, and then and since then I've been in Wayu. Very Although, cool. Very rarely. Yeah, I was going to say I don't I don't know how often you're actually there, but um, good for you. Glad Monday to hear. through Thursday is pretty good, but uh, you know Sunday nights is NTSY programming. Weekends if it's not an NTSY show, it's usually a yeah, show tone. But uh, I went from some of my role models that that you managed to stay busy on weekends. <laughs> Very cool. Well, you're doing good stuff, I'm sure. So can you tell us a little bit about, uh, you're involved in a lot of things, but um, a little bit more about your involvement in NTSY? Yeah, why not? Uh, <laughs> so we're, I'm working in the West Orange chapter of NTSY New Jersey. Uh, I'm officially the tour coordinator. So on Sunday nights, uh, I've been running a, a learning prog- program with West Orange uh, te- public school and, and day school kids in West Orange where we sort of we spend an hour so looking into things a little bit more closely. We have our latte learnings where we discuss ideas. So this one's a little bit more text-based, a little bit more, a little bit uh, more. I don't want to say serious, but uh, we'll see. Because you know, to say serious at any of our events is a little bit of a joke. But, <laughs> but we spend a little bit of time looking into things and hopefully trying to trying to see to see the uh, beauty and enjoyment in in learning Torah. In addition to that. Also, just involved in the whole region. So we've got our big, big spring regional this weekend oh, wow. in, in the Hudson River Valley Resort and Spa. Emphasis yeah. on resort and spa, <laughs> uh, which is actually where I think you and I sort of spent our first amount of time together. Oh, please! All right, not not on the air. <laughs> <laughs> of course, good times. Yeah, uh, but when I'm not doing that, I'm thank God I still have the opportunity to be involved. In Yachad, even though they stopped paying me, <laughs> so like I was on a I was on a Shabbaton to West Hempstead a couple, couple weeks ago, and and every week uh, we have a video chat chupura uh, where a bunch of some, uh, of the people who who are with me uh, as Yad Yad traveled around the West Coast this past summer, we uh, we all lag in together and talk about talk about davening and try to get try to learn a little bit more about our Shabbos Tzila and appreciate it. A little bit more, and you know, it's always nice to catch up with people that you had meaningful summer experiences. Absolutely. So, Torah coordinator sounds like you're definitely coordinating lots of Torah. <laughs> I do what I can. <laughs> so, what is it exactly that you um, you why why did you why did you get involved in uh, NCSY and why do you why are you so passionate about it? Well, part of it was the inspiration from one of my very good friends and mentors. Well, his name I will mention, but I think you know him. 
Um, and uh, they're really incredible people in the world. And like Yitzhi Rothschild, who, who I, I met on Yad, I met through NCSY, and then we spent a summer together on Yad Yad. And, uh, and it, being involved in these organizations gives me an opportunity to help them develop, help them grow, help them realize their potential. And I get to sit back and watch people succeed and accomplish. That's very cool. And how, is it ever, like you said, you're every day, every weekend, every Shabbos, is it ever draining or what What keeps you going? You do something you love. You don't get tired. And and thank God, I, it always helps to have people show a little gratitude. So whether it's when you see and I learn together and, and he'll text me afterwards and say, like, that was really incredible. Thank you so much for sharing that with me. Or, you know, just when when you're working with someone and trying to help uh, help them get through an issue and it works out and you see the smile of relief on their face as they realize that everything's going to be okay, it, you get all the encouragement you need and and nothing's really tiring anymore. Yeah, you're right. How, and how is it that you, you know, you're a very positive and upbeat person, you know, can you t- talk a little bit about the, you know, the importance of role models and the importance of, you know, having someone there and knowing that there's always someone you can count on? Uh, I, I think that our teachers are incredible people, and and we have a lot to learn from them. But unfortunately, just as, especially for students, students in, in high school or, or younger, it's difficult to, to connect that uh, your teacher is also a, a person. And so, so I have the opportunity to, to not not be in a classroom, to not be a formalized teacher, and and high schoolers or middle schoolers, depends who I'm with, can see that I'm just a regular guy. But hopefully, oh, I'm you're not. not you're not a regular guy, Ari. <laughs> hopefully, um, I model model proper Torah behavior, and and I'm not I'm not getting paid to to teach them teach them stories in Tanakh. Uh, but for some reason, I still like and like and try to try to learn about all the different stories. And so I think the uh, the ability of a role model to be someone tangible. So for uh, for you know for a high school student to say, oh, like this is a person that I could really, I think I could be like that one day. Like I could be I could be like Ari Zucker. I could be spending time in the morning and while you learning Torah, afternoon studying, sometimes and. <laughs> And you're hanging out with my friends, calling in to the radio shows, and, <laughs> and and what I found is that that you don't have to you don't have to be in an official position to be a role model, but but just by being yourself and and trying to live your life in a positive and productive way, people tend to see see you regardless of whether or not you're officially a, an NCSY advisor or a Yaha employee, because thank God there are a lot of people in the world who have said things to me that they've noticed and not all of them have been officially my, my uh, participants or NCSYers. And so really everyone has an opportunity to be a role model and you never know who you're going to impact. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And it's so interesting, like like you, just to further what you said, that we focus so much sometimes on, you know, making sure we say the right thing or, you know, do the right thing or, you know, take the actions, but in reality, really the biggest, if, if you think about your biggest role models or those scenarios or memories that that are, like, so highlighted in your brain, a lot of the time, if not most of the time, 
it's not even people doing active things as much as you watching people in action and people leading by example. Um, and I always tell, I always tell people the greatest role models and leaders don't even know they're role models and leaders because you know they do what they know is right and they you know they try to be the best person they can be and everybody you know kind of watches and you know you learn you lead by example and people learn by example. Well, now I'm feeling a little insecure because I'm officially an NTSY advisor and maybe maybe I'm better off uh, not getting paid and then more people. Will... No, 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 not at all, not at all. <laughs> but it's about like you said, it's about you just. You know, you gotta you gotta start with yourself. When you know you're doing the right thing, you know you're being the best RE that you can be. You know, people, it's a, it's you know, it's contagious, and people want to see like, why is that guy so happy? Why does he seem so confident, and so positive, and so you know, upbeat? He's got to be something to it. You know, how do I learn from him? Like you said. But um, very cool. That's very cool, Ari. That's really cool stuff that you got going on over there. And I know firsthand, secondhand, and thirdhand that there are a ton of people. <laughs> Who um, both you know look up to you and watch your every move, and so be careful, you know. But but really, but honestly, and also just look up to you, and you know you teach a lot of Torah and you embody a lot of Torah, and it's really an incredible thing that you do. Thank you very much. Um, well, to put you on the spot, like I like I do with all my guests, um, is there any you know is there any one thing or one way that you try to live your life? Um, we have a certain mindset or certain action that you try to think of every day. You know, we always get, sometimes get stuck in those big, big goals and sometimes lose sight of the small ones. So what's one small thing that you try to do every single day to try to brighten up the world? Uh, Didn't mean to put you on the spot there. Well, yeah, I I think, uh, I think the easiest thing that I've sort of tried tried to do do with myself every day is is to realize that no matter what's going on, things always get better. And and so the more you see how the life's ups and downs, whenever you feel yourself going down, you, you always know something's going to go up again. And so rather than focusing on the fact that you're headed down, just time to start getting excited to go back up. Because when you're on a roller coaster and you get to the bottom, you don't get upset, but you can look up, look up ahead and see, oh my gosh, there's another big drop, big uh, big hill coming, another exciting drop. So. Uh, <laughs> Uh, things get difficult sometimes. I think things get stressful, hard. We've got we've got finals coming up in NYU, which can be very stressful. But uh, things are always going to go uphill again, and not worry so much about this little this little valley because there's another mountain coming up coming up ahead. That's very true. And uh, like you said, like you know, sometimes it's a little difficult to uh, always stay positive and always keep your head up. But um, with role models, you know when. People reminding you that you mean something, and there are people who care about you. You know, you can really keep going, keep fighting, and you really accomplish anything. Well, yeah. if I learned that from anyone, I learned that from you. So thanks. <laughs> thanks, Ari. I appreciate that. Is there any uh, any any shout outs you want to give before I let you go? Uh, why not? Uh, well, first first and foremost, I have to give a shout out to my fiance, my colleague Rebecca Barry. Ah. Uh, and. And to all my NCS flyers in West Orange and, and really just all over New Jersey, to all of my Yambiad participants, specifically to Yitzhi Rothschild and Chabusa, really missionaries together every week. And almost every single week I forget, and Yitzhi's like, uh, well, text me. I'm Ari, are we learning this week? <laughs> well, I hope, I, hope I, didn't, uh, I hope I didn't interrupt your Chabruta tonight. You guys should have had it on the air. 
<laughs> I think it would have it would have been a little uncomfortable for everyone to listen to me to me uh, not know what's going on, and yet you'd be like, "Oh wait, I think I remember doing this." Well, as uncomfortable as I've had, as uncomfortable as that would have been, you just admitted it to the entire crowd, so uh, <laughs> can, couldn't can't be that bad. Uh, and uh, and and just to my family, to my parents, parents, and everyone else listening, I appreciate it, uh, and thank you very very much for having me on the show. Of course, all right. very cool, exciting experience. All right, well, all right, we appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule. We know you're super busy, but um, uh, you uh, you do a lot of good things, and the world should know about it. Thank you very much, Sammy. All right, all right. Well, good luck on finals. Good luck with everything you do, and uh, I'm sure I'll see you around. I'm sure I'll see you around. All righty, all right. Have a good one. Have a good one. Bye-bye. All right, thank you. I was Ari Zucker, who, um, talking a little bit about his work with NCSY and his work as a – maybe he won't admit to it, but I'll tell you, as a role model and an inspiration to myself and to many, many others. We're going to take another quick break. We're going to play another uh, quick song. Hope you enjoy it. By uh, Another one by my brother and I. And uh, this one goes out to the Schechter family in Los Angeles. Oh, <laughs> 
Sammy and Jeremy Schechter doing a cover of Vehar Einenu by Yehuda! Exclamation point. I'd like to give a quick shout out while I'm talking about my brother. Uh, my brother also is a, is a everyday hero himself. Um, maybe we'll get him on the show next time, but, uh, yeah, also involved in a lot of good things. So a little shout out to, uh, Jeremy Schechter, who's, I'm sure, currently as we speak, doing something, something important. Our next guest, we're going to uh, as nice as the weather has been in uh, New York, relatively. We're gonna go. Uh, we're gonna go down south to uh, sunny Florida and welcome Eliana Laskov to the show. Eliana, are you there? I'm there. Hello, hello. Hey, that's there. We go. You can tell when a New Yorker's on the on the air, and you can tell when an out of towner's on the air. How's it going, Eliana? I am good. How are you? I am great. I am great. Can you tell us? I know plenty about you, but can you tell us a little bit about yourself for those who don't know? Sure. My name is Eliana Laskov. I am from Bokerton, Florida. I am a junior at Weinbaum Yeshiva High School, and I'm also the president of Yachad of South Florida. Very cool. Yachad, South Florida. Yachad, Florida, and Eliana Laskov. What could be better? What, what, so what do you do as president of South Florida Yachad? So for President of South Florida Yachad, we basically make events and make different kind of 
space is that we're able to include everyone, Yachad members, high schoolers, anyone. So everybody have a great time together doing fun things, doing stuff that relates to our Judaism, all the things about that to make everybody put a smile on their face. That's really, well, I know you can't see me, but you're definitely putting a smile on my face. That sounds <laughs> Good. awesome. Good. Good. Very cool. So how does that how does that work? How often are programs, you know, how involved are you? Are you uh are you running them? Are you participating? A little of both, somewhere in between? Um, yeah. So basically every month we have one or two events. We either go to like different places like the sea aquarium or a movie theater or some kind of place, or we can do like um pottery in someone's house or pizza night, something fun that makes everybody happy. Or we have like an event for a holiday. It's all just fun stuff everybody can do together that's able for everyone to do. That's very cool. Um, as president, I am involved in creating the event, making sure people come, making sure people are involved, everybody's happy, and also participating. It's a little bit of both, and it's just a fun job, and I'm very happy to be granted with it. That sounds like so much fun, and I, and I would love to join. That sounds awesome. So why, why is it that you got involved? How did you get involved, and, and how did you become so passionate about Yachad? Um, well, I got involved freshman year when the president of Yachad came, and she's like, hey, we want to come to an event, see what it's like. So I did, and I automatically fell in love. Everybody there was just so warm and friendly and always had a smile on their face. It was just a great time, and I just always had fun, and it was so nice to see everybody there just truly there to be there and be inclusive. And that's how I fell in love. And then this past summer, I went on Yad Yad, which was absolutely amazing. And I am I drank the Kool-Aid. I'm officially and I love <laughs> it. It's amazing. <laughs> that's so great. That's so great. And it sounds like you're so passionate about it that it and it just is it. How do you take your passion about inclusion and about Yachad, and how do you take it from your events in Shabbatonim into your everyday life? Well, we preach inclusion. Their theme is that everybody belongs. So I like to take that into my daily life and make sure that everybody around me is with each other and happy with each other, always nice, make sure everybody really feels like they're a part of something because we're all friends who like to be. And I just like to make everybody around me and make sure they're always smiling, always happy, and just really make the best of what I can. That's really, that's really, really cool. And it sounds like you're doing an incredible job. That's yeah, so it's fun. a lot of fun. Good, good. Do you have any, are there any, if you had to, I know it's hard to pick one, but any exciting or funny stories or memories that, you know, that really stick out that either, either just a funny story or an experience where you were being that inclusive self that you are and you saw like really that someone really felt like they belonged and that they, you know, flipped their day around? Anything of the sort like that? Um, well, actually... Um, last, no, two Sundays ago, we went to the Miami Sea Aquarium, all of South Florida, which was so fun. It was great. We got to see Shamu and all the fish. It was a great time. And I actually invited a freshman. I'm like, hey, why don't you get involved? It's a super fun program. Come. So she did. And she came along. We were having fun. She was so happy all day. And then a few days later, she came up and she's like, you know what? I just want to thank you for letting me come along. I love it. I love inclusion. I love feeling a part of something. And it just really makes me feel like I'm part of community. And I just felt so happy to be able to bring that on to someone else and bring them into the loving hugs of Yachad. And, yeah, that's my recent story. That's really cool. That's awesome. And now who knows where she's going to go and where she's going to take that. And it all started because of you. A 
above and beyond. <laughs> That's awesome, Eliana. Well, it sounds like you got such a great thing going there, and it's just just hearing about it and talking to you about it. You just feel contagious. You just feel it taking over and so contagious that you just want to hang up on you and go be inclusive in New York City. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> well, I won't hang up on you, but uh, I will try my best to be inclusive in New York City. That's so good, fun. Good. I'm Very happy cool. to hear. And how how do you how do you find a balance of you know giving it your all here while still keeping sane in school and being a normal teenager and um, you know how do you how do you do you ever feel like you're burnt out or it just keeps you going not even burnt out but total opposite just keeps you going. Well, you know, being a teenager, there's a lot of stuff to do, especially as a junior, getting ready for college, taking out your tests, making sure your grades are good. But honestly. Outside and being a part of it, it's just one of my things that I need to be in life. I need to take care of. And honestly, it helps me. It makes me a better person. I just love that. And the part about inclusion, you really can do it in everyday life. No matter what age, what kind of place you're in, any position, you just do that. Just make sure everybody around you is always feeling apart and with a smile on their face so they never feel left out. That's that's so great. You're right. And it's it's people say, No, I don't I don't know them, it's uncomfortable, but you're right. All it takes is that just quick, and this is what a lot of our guests have been saying. You know, just that small smile can go such a long way, and you have no idea. But yeah. um, so I know you mentioned a lot about inclusion, and you know about just doing those small things and making people people feel welcome. Um, and that may be your answer to the next question. But um, what is something that you know? I always again, I always ask my guests to leave the crowd listening with a little little advice or a little uh, you know bit of inspiration of what's one thing that you try to think about or do every day um, to try to make a difference in the world that we, we get so caught up in those big things but what is one small thing to try and you know make the world a better place that you try to focus on whether people recognize it or not um well when i walk out in the morning i just want to have a smile on my face and really just anything that comes up any opportunity you have just like truly take advantage of every single thing that comes into your life because you never know where it can lead and just focus on the big picture, why everything's happening, how everything is just there for you. Have an optimistic point of view. That That's awesome. That's really, really cool. So, Eliana, I wish we can stay on forever, but I know you probably have a ton of other things to do, so I'm going to let you go. But uh, any shout-outs you want to give to uh, before before I let you go? Shout-out? I just want to give a shout-out to you, Sammy, for... Always coming to our Shabbat Shalom to bring you all the Ruach and bring you all the love. It's great. Thank you, Eliana. I really appreciate that. And uh, who knows? Maybe I'll see you sometime soon. Yes, you will. Shout out to Yachar Florida. We got a big Shabbat Shalom this weekend, so Woo! we're we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna rock it. I'm excited. We're gonna rock it. Eliana, thank you so much again for taking out the time and your obviously busy schedule. Thank you for inviting me. Of course, of course. And Eliana, for those of you listening, is a huge role model inspiration of mine, and I'm glad the world is uh, is able to see her. So, uh, Eliana, thank you so much again, and looking forward to seeing you this weekend. Go Yachad. Can't wait to see you. Go Yachad. All right, Eliana. All right. Bye. So we heard a tremendous amount of positivity and inspiration and all-around incredible things, and uh, I'm just ready to go back out into the world and try them all out. But it was really interesting, you know, ironically enough that a lot of our guests said, excuse me, very, very similar things about, you know, just looking at the bigger picture and trying to just make people smile and the importance of happiness. And 
with this being Lagba Omer today, you know, we all know that, um, you know, the students of Rabbi Akiva, you know, wouldn't get along. And that's why, you know, this whole uh, situation, you know, of no shaving, no music, no, no smachot, um, is because, you know, they wouldn't get along. And 24,000 students of uh, Rabbi Akiva, you know, passed away during this time. And I think all the more so it's so important during this time, and especially on Lagba Omer, to try to find those positive and great people in the world um, and remind ourselves that, you know what, life is difficult, things are hard, we need each other, um, and people just want to feel, people want to be happy. Deep down, people just want to be happy, want to be appreciated. And, um, you know, these four individuals that we had today, just want to thank them again, Maytal, who's in Barnard, Who's you know taught us about Hakarat Hatov and appreciating just everyone and everything, um, and she's she you know taught us about you know expressing your inner voice and not being afraid to express your inner voice, which was super cool. And then we spoke to Yitzi, who um, was involved in Friendship Circle, and among many other things. Um, and he talked about you know again making people happy and you know going out of your comfort zone to make people smile um, and to remember that things always get better. To get excited about things going up. Um, about getting better, and um, Ari, Ari and Yitzi, I promise I did not tell anyone to say anything, nor did I tell the guests who else was on here, but um, you can just tell that, you know, the good people in the world, you know, all have those same values about making people smile and being aware and being inclusive about your surroundings, um, and just with Eliana's positivity and, you know, just may tell Ari, Yitzi, and Eliana's positivity an incredible, happy-go-lucky outlook on life. Um, you know, that's what it's about. Life is difficult. We have our challenges. Um, but the po- the point of this show that we, you know, Everyday Heroes is to remember that not everybody is uh, going to be making headlines on CNN or NBC or ABC or even the Disney Channel. Um, and But that's not what it's about. It's about those little things. And those little things go such a long, long way. Um, that we have no idea. So again, I want to thank Maytal. I want to thank Ari. I want to thank Yitzi. I want to thank Eliana. I want to thank my mom and my dad, just because they're great. Um, I want to thank uh, just everyone for listening. I really appreciate it. And just as a reminder, to tune in this Friday at 9 a.m. for a supersized table for two with Naomi Nachman, which um, I haven't heard yet. It's supposed to be live, so I haven't heard it, but um, it's going to be a great episode, and everyone should make sure to tune in. And um, hope their Lagba Omer was a music-filled one. And uh, if that beard is still on your face and uh, you want to get rid of it, good luck with that. Um, and wishing everyone a Shabbat Shalom. And good luck. If you're still in Sphira, still in the count, keep it going. You're almost there. And uh, have a lovely, lovely, lovely day. And uh, keep doing good things, world. Thanks for, thanks for tuning in. All the best.